0: Welcome to the King's Court Podcast. I'm Nicole Baker. I believe the earth is groaning under the weight of sin, waiting for a breakthrough of righteousness. We are in birth pains. It may look like Christians are up against insurmountable odds. But remember that early in Bible history, Christians were being oppressed. Like Abraham, we need a fully persuaded faith, knowing that God's word is true. We are more than conquerors. When you accept Christ as your Savior, Holy Spirit comes to dwell in you. The Holy Spirit reveals God's will to you and through you his grace awakens us and empowers us Romans 6 tells us that we are dead to sin and alive to God in Christ our identity has changed we haven't been renovated we've been changed He lives in us. We can try all we want to be a better person. To conquer obstacles on our own. Maybe take a self-improvement class. Work really hard in our church. Pray harder or more. Follow all the traditions of our denomination. Try to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. But... That will only lead to frustration and fatigue, and we will fall flat on our faces. We can never live a good enough life to make up for our sin, because God's standards are perfection. Jesus suffered punishment for us to set us free from our sin. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 21 tells us, God made him to be sin who had no sin for us, to set us free. God rescued us by sending his son to die for our sins on the cross. This is the simple message of salvation. Organic and uncomplicated. Jesus was fully God and fully man. He understands our weaknesses. Jesus is the bridge between God and man. He is the one we need. Jesus says some hard and beautiful stuff in the Gospels. He is magnificent. While what he did and what he taught in the Gospels can be difficult to understand at times, it was always holy. Our faith in Christ has to be stronger than our fear of the evil one. God's word tells us God is mighty And when we pray, he will defend us. Lately, I've been spending time in Psalms 42 to 72. They seem to be so relevant to what is going on right now. David was so full of emotion. I can relate. And his reactions to threats, and troubles were real and raw. Psalm 57 and Isaiah 30 talk about quiet confidence. I love that. I want that. In the message translation of Matthew's Gospel, Jesus says some remarkable words. Come, walk with me, follow me, And I will teach you the unforced rhythms of grace. Psalm 57 tells us we can hide under the wings of God's angels and that he will embrace us and cover us. Our faith in Christ is different from other religions. It is personal. He is our safe place, our shelter, and our defender. I truly believe the church is in a pivotal time to choose comfort or faith. But how we move forward matters. It matters a lot. I have noticed in the last 15 months that some Christians have got themselves into a jam by getting into power struggles. Listen, I've been tempted. I have some strong opinions. But I also know that for me, it would be a distraction. I was praying about this a couple of weeks ago and I heard the Holy Spirit say, just point them to Jesus. It requires that I have self-control and separate myself from triggers. Abraham had to separate from Lot because he knew that their herdsmen would be in conflict. He knew that to go where God had for him would be different. So we shouldn't get upset or surprised with people who are doing things a little different from the norm. When people step out in faith into new things, let's support them. God wants us to grow, to be fresh, not stagnant. He is living water, not stagnant, slimy, yucky water. Power struggles are nothing new. The Apostle Paul was concerned about these things when he wrote the letter to the Philippian church. There were two women who were struggling for power each wanting a dominant position in the church. In his letter, he pleaded with them to be like-minded, to abandon their quest for power and domination. He urged everyone in the congregation to be supportive and not to argue about frivolous things and to give up playing power games. God weeps with those who weep and suffers with those who suffer. Jesus is coming back again, and when he does, he is coming back in power. In Matthew 24, Jesus makes it clear that his second coming will be marked by hard judgment on those who have refused to be transformed by his love. The God who, by speaking, can create a universe out of nothing and can make the armies of the earth come to nothing, is also a God who can annihilate the world at a stroke. In order to express love, God in Christ set aside power and went to the cross. When it comes to power, nobody has more than God. The heavens declare his glory. All of nature shows us the evidence of what God can do. God's word can command nothing to come out of whatever he wants or something to come out of nothing. God holds all things together. God is not the author of evil. There is an evil power at work in the world. And while evangelicals acknowledge the existence of Satan, they seldom attribute any of life's tragedies to the prince of darkness. Romans 8:28 says this: In the midst of everything that is happening, God is at work in us and through us and eventually can bring some good out of what is presently tragic. God wants us coming out of the old into the new. He doesn't want us living under condemnation, legalism, and systems of man. Sometimes, we make unconscious agreements when we stay in the wilderness too long or the cave eating stale bread. In the Old Testament we hear the word fatness. This refers to the best in God's kingdom. A feast. Listen to numbers 18 All the best of fresh oil and new wine and fruit I satisfy your soul with fatness Isaiah 25 And on this mountain the Lord will make for his people a feast of fat things and refined wine Romans 14. Joy, peace, and righteousness belong to God's people. That is how we're supposed to live. It is God's desire for us. He has a plan, and His plan is not our plan. We get ourselves into trouble when we try to overanalyze or figure things out. That's not faith. Or when we mold Jesus into something that's not really biblical. Sometimes we want to fit him into a nice, tidy box and put a bow on it. That is what religion will do. You'll go through the motions, there's no freedom, no creativity you will feel boxed in and labeled. Religious structures have a hierarchy, and they do not take kindly to being questioned or challenged. Their aim is defending their position and their agenda at all costs. Remember, Jesus warns us in the gospel about wolves in sheep's clothing. We need to be discerning. No matter how they may look or appear on the outside, take time, watch and observe people. It may take a while, but a snake will always bite. They are sneaky, and they hide in the grass, and they like to catch you off guard. But know this, their motives are not pure. Be cautious and wise. We are living in some interesting times. Spend time with Jesus and in his word, ask him for wisdom. The more you get to know him, the stronger and wiser you'll be. Remember, Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit. In Luke chapter 4, we see Jesus doing battle with the enemy. He stands for truth and for who God says he is. Jesus will give us wisdom. He is a firm place to stand. We can walk in light, life, truth, and freedom. Our hope is centered on Christ who saved us and gave us a beautiful identity and purpose in the kingdom of God. Christ is mighty in us. Holy Spirit is strong in our midst. Do you know God testified for our sake long before the foundation of time? Ephesians tells us, We were made God's portion in agreement with his design. We are no longer outsiders, exiles, but we belong to Him. We are God's own handiwork, recreated and born anew. He did this to show the richness of His free grace and goodness towards us. His richness is boundless and lavish. How amazing is He! The Lord is our companion. The Spirit of God dwells in us. His presence is not limited or contained in a tabernacle or a temple, but it is accessible to all who love and obey Him. He is our king and he reigns. We are his people and we live in safety. Jesus is the king who came from David's line and he is the one who imparts his righteousness to us. There's so much richness in scripture. I hope today's podcast has encouraged you to dive deep open the Bible for yourself, and discover Jesus. Thanks for joining me today. This is Nicole Baker from the King's Court Podcast.